Hello world, Iceman here for another live edition of What You See Is What You Get. Hope everyone is having a great day. As always, a special shout out to Anchor for this amazing platform. And also to all the listeners out there, really appreciate the support. With that being said, let's get to it. Iceman here with What You See Is What You Get. Hope everyone has had a great week. By popular demand, this week's topic is going to be Dating During COVID Part 1. But first, a quick shout out to some new listeners out there from Australia and Germany. Thank you so much for your support and I hope you continue to listen. As a reminder, I would love to hear some new topics that you all would like me to cover in the future. It is now November, it's getting dark really quick outside and a lot colder so please stay safe out there. It is that time again for another edition of Did You Know? So, did you know, the longest English word is 189,819 letters long. If you were to say that word out loud, it would take around three and a half hours to say. But we don't have that much time today to say that word, but that would be one tough spelling bee, folks. So let's get to it. Dating during COVID part one. How dating was during pre-COVID? What changed when COVID hit? And what dating during COVID looks like today? I've had a lot of people in the past, even today, tell me, Iceman, don't know how you do it. Dating is tough, it's hard. And I was always one just to back that away and say it just wasn't true. I thought I was all high and mighty, I could go on as many dates as I wanted. I think I have to lower my guard down during the times that we're in. Because yes, dating is tough during COVID. You know, dating uh, during COVID, pre-COVID, was so much easier. You could go to bars, you could go to restaurants, you could go to the movies, you go on double dates, you go on vacation, play in a hotel room, go to concerts. All that now is gone. For the time being, it will be back. But dating during COVID, for me, I think I experienced it a little bit different because I always wanted to be out. And when you're out, you meet people. When you're out, you learn about people. When you're out, you actually get to see real life people. And I'm an outgoing person, I'd love to talk. I love to get to notice somebody. And I just like to see if, if there is sort of a connection there. So with pre-COVID, I would always go out on weekends, mainly to bars and restaurants, you know, and just to see who's there. One thing that I like to do is, you know, never actually show the person that I'm there to flirt with them or I want to get their number. Because, and some of you may agree or disagree with me, just get to know somebody. Everyone's expecting if somebody comes up to you randomly that they're there for their phone number or they're trying to flirt. Turn that around, put a spin on it. And I would say it's not really a spin, but come at it at a different angle. Ask them how they're doing, why they're there, things that they're into. Then once things are done, 
then ask for their number if you feel there's a, some sort of connection there and you would like to see if there's a bigger connection there. But before COVID, every weekend for me was packed, going out with friends, going on dates, going out in town, dancing, going to casinos, just being out there. And there's a lot more opportunity then because you were around a whole bunch of people, crowds, when you go to concerts, and all it takes is a few seconds to just go, hey, my name is, and start a conversation. So pre-COVID, you had a lot more time to be around that. And of course, it's all shifted and we've kind of had to relearn the dating scene during COVID. Now, during when COVID actually physically hit, that was like, boom. It was like a shot to me because, you know, as you all know, had to stay home it was you know Washington was at it at its peak and we had to stay home and we really when I say really couldn't do anything we couldn't do anything you could go to work you could go to the grocery store but there was no hey I'm gonna call my friends and go to the bar hey let's plan a weekend getaway let's go to a concert by the way I've had like five concerts cancel so next year, hopefully, will be a very busy year with vacations, concerts, and just going back to hopefully normal routine. During March when COVID really hit, staying home seven days a week was very brutal for me. I have to be around people. I have to get friends together. I just have to do that. And even though I still was able to talk to friends, whether if it was on the phone, text messaging, video games, etc., the dating part just wasn't there for me. And in a sense, would I say it kind of took my, my positivity, my swagger, and lowered it? By far, I definitely think that is. And we'll get to a little bit later how I feel like that is starting to build back up. But, you know, during March, April, May, June, July, nobody was going out and just the entertainment scene itself was gone. So what did you have to look forward to? Well, at that time, nothing, but you know, you kind of shift to the dating apps and there's a lot out there. And of course, myself, I went on them and it's a lot different not meeting someone in person and having a conversation over one of these dating apps, and then potentially, you know, doing a, a FaceTime or whatnot. And of course, you know, as you all know, text messaging, you don't really understand where the person is coming from. They could be saying a joke, may not come across funny, even though to them it is. You could be serious and they don't know that. You could have crossed the line with something and they just, just both parties don't see what it's like and as it would be if it was a, a in-person, face-to-face. So for me, being on the dating apps, I wanted to just show that I was someone different. These dating apps, you're going to get many, many, many people who like you. Are you really going to scroll through a hundred likes? 
or whoever's interested in, t- in interested in you. No, you're gonna pick who you think is cute, who has a dog in their picture. A lot of people like that when you put animal in your picture. But I think it's what makes you different from the other person. And that was really tough for me because as my friends and family know who's listening, that really shines when I'm face to face with somebody. Now, before COVID, I would typically have already met the person out and about. So you get to see that connection face to face. You get to see if, if they are a joker, if they're serious, do your personalities mesh? And then typically, yeah, we would text for a few days and then I would say, let's meet up for a drink or let's go to dinner or let's just go do something fun to see if that connection was really there. Now, two points to that. You've already got two things out of the way. You've actually met them. You've actually physically talked to them in person. So now why not go interact and see if that connection is really there? So that was what's really tough for me. Instead, you text, you message back for a few days. You start getting that urge. I really want to meet this person. But then you keep texting. And because of COVID, that really took a damper on me because that is not me. Now, for some people, you you want to make sure that, you know, that you have a lot of things in common, movies, sports, uh, vacations, what you like to do if you don't go out, uh, you know, what's your favorite food, etc. And that's all cool and everything. But me personally, I have to be able to see the person face to face to see if that real connection is there because nobody really wants to waste anyone's time. And that is why when COVID hit, the text messaging, I'll be honest, it got kind of bland. You know, you kind of say the same things over and over again, and you can tell both sides really want to meet and connect. And I'm saying that for both sides, guys and girls. So with the dating apps, you get to know each other to some extent. And then if you want, you can go to FaceTime. If not, you just wait it out. And that early COVID was how it was how it was happening. Now I had my fair share of meeting somebody on a dating app, and only one day went by and we stopped talking. Or a week went by and we found out we had nothing in common. A month went by and things just kind of settled into a routine of all it was was texting and getting to know each other that way. Talking on the phone, same thing. You can only go so far into knowing somebody over the phone and text messaging. There still is that part where you have to meet them. And I'm sure it wasn't just me that experienced that. I think a lot of people did. Frustration set in, anxiety set in. Am I gonna find someone? I'm getting older. Why can't I not date? I need a boyfriend, I need a girlfriend. So a lot of things come into play there. But I will say, it's practice, right? When things do go back to normal or 90% normal and we all can go out there and interact, you may have your ability to, to speak to someone 
have the courage to go up and just say, hey, my name is. So it's really not a huge negative, but it's impacting. And I think if you keep going out there and meeting new people, you know, for those that may be shy, may feel rejection. And by the way, I just like everybody else, I feel rejection just like anyone else. That comfort zone, you're building up for when everything goes back to normal. I want to shift over to how COVID has changed today, as in now that COVID is going into the later part of the year, what has changed? For me, I think actually having that confidence and that understanding and the key communication when you are talking to somebody on a dating app is we know this is going to go away eventually, hopefully. So we're preparing ourselves. Let's get to know each other more. There is nothing wrong with asking each other questions all the time. What's your favorite thing? What do you like to do? And then just don't get one word answers or a sentence. Build on top of that. If you like to travel, where is your favorite place? When you are at your favorite place, what do you like to do there? Oh, wow. I didn't know that this country is where you'd like to go. But in you doing this for fun in that country, I've never tried that before. That is something that I would like to do. Build up from the questions that you ask. Because when you do meet, it's going to feel like you've been talking forever and you know each other and you've got that awkwardness out of the way. All that's left is meeting in person and seeing if that connection is there. Now, for me, I'm kind of somebody who likes to to rush, <laughs> you know, um, being very, I'm trying to think of the, the right word to say, but, you know, not being able to sit still, want to go with the flow, go at my own rate. I kind of have to learn to step back. It's just not me who is moving forward at my own pace. I have to consider the other person's pace as well. Instead of moving front and them in the back or them in the front and me in the back, let's go at the same stride. It's going to be more beneficial that way. Things have opened up a lot more over here in Washington. I can't speak for the rest of the United States, but here more restaurants have opened, more bars have opened. Now the dance scene is not there yet. But now you're able to get out and take what you couldn't do during pre-COVID, expanding on that during the front part of when COVID was very serious. It still is serious, but when it was at its peak, and now you can take that and push through it and see what has changed not only in yourself, but your confidence as well. I have been out a few times and I've got that first, you know, like it's your first date, even though I'm not necessarily meeting anybody, but I'm on my first date and trying to see if that courage is still there. And I'll be honest with you, at the beginning, it wasn't going out. You know, I'm not, I'm still not going out on a regular basis. Potentially it's even two, maybe one time a month. 
But now I'm starting to see how I was pre-COVID and where I am today. There are still some people out there who will not go out, and that is totally fine. Keep doing what you're doing during dating apps. Keep the communication going with whoever you're talking to. Get to know them. Understand them more. And when that time comes, when you both get to meet, it's going to be that much better. And like I said earlier, the jitters are going to go away. You're going to feel like you've known this person forever, for a very long time. And I need to take that and push with it as well. I learn from my mistakes. Hopefully, anyways. (laughs) Uh, But at the same time, when I learn from them, it's not about learning. It's about then, now, showing what you learned, that you can do it. In today's world, as in today, November 8th, dating during COVID is still serious because we can't really express and do everything that we've wanted to do. And hopefully when things start to open up more and people get to go out and go to the bars and restaurants, dance clubs, know music venues that when you do go out there and you meet somebody please just express yourself talk to them I think the hardest part is is just uh, like I said earlier having that courage to go talk to them but you know that's the world we live in everyone's going to be different And I really believe that once this is all done, we're going to see a lot more people in relationships. The comfortability is going to be there. And we just owe it to to practice. Now, a few things that I like to cover real quick is for me, when everything starts getting better and I get to go out with friends and uh, enjoy myself on weekends, I want to get to know the person like during COVID, ask them, how hard was it for you? From the difference of pre-COVID to when COVID started to where COVID is now. And you'll learn a lot from that person. What are some things that they did that they never thought they would do, but because they were stuck in the house, they found a new hobby. And then build on that. Connect with that person. Laugh with that person understand that person and that's going to help relationships in the future just because you're not in a relationship today don't freak out about it your time will come there is somebody out there for everybody sometimes you're gonna have to go through a few just to see you know what you really like what didn't you like now not everybody's perfect so I have to take my own advice as well not be so picky. Pickiness is, I don't know, not really sure if pickiness is a word, but we're going to use that, okay? Uh, uh, The pickiness that, that I have, I really need to close the chapter on that. And I believe, you know, learning from myself during this hard time of COVID while dating, that it, that book is starting to close. Just because there is 20 things I really like about that person and one thing that I don't 
that one thing shouldn't take away all the 20 things that I do like. And that is something that I really need to work on. And I truly believe that that is happening right now as I'm learning from my mistakes and also learning for the future. So with that, hope everybody enjoyed the podcast today. This is part one. Part two will be coming next week. Hope everybody has a great night. Has a really good work week. And stay safe. Thanks, everybody. Good night. Iceman out. Peace. Oh, thank you.